Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and around the world, this is your host for the David Harris Jr. Show. Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, boy, oh boy, do I have an amazing show lined up for you all today. Thank you all so, so much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with this brother right here, David J. Harris Jr. It is an absolute honor. And man, today has been a whirlwind. Oh my goodness, I was on the radio earlier today with C.L. Bryant, the amazing individual that's been in this fight for the freedoms uh, and the values that we all so hold dear and cherish, uh, especially trying to free the minds of black Americans. He's been in that fight for decades. And he's done an amazing job doing it. So I was on his radio show earlier, got to go over to Graham Allen's home and uh, record a podcast with his wife, Alyssa, and Dan Crenshaw, Congressman Dan Crenshaw's wife. They've started a podcast. It's not going to launch for about a month or so, but that was all fun. And then I got back here, getting ready to get all, bring you all this fantastic news that I love to bring you guys every single day that I'm not traveling. Uh, but uh, it's always a blessing. Hey, from Tennessee, hey, Deb and Suzanne and Wendy, thank you all on Facebook. Joanne and uh, Sandy, thank you all so, so much for tuning in. Please share this video. Uh, I just continue to fight. I continue to not stay silent. They're trying to shut me down. They're trying to silence me. They figure the, the least amount of people that can see me, the better. And the more people that don't see me, maybe eventually I'll just give up and I'll stop. Well, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep on fighting and pushing. And with your support, I will continue to share the news and spread the truth that we don't normally hear on the mainstream media. And if you're on Twitter or YouTube, thank you so much for chiming in. I always love to go over there and see who's saying hello and uh, add some comments and give some thumbs up over there. So I really do appreciate all of you for for tuning in today. So top of the news, (laughs) oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Is there is there finally going to be some justice for old Jussie? <laughs> Folks, I think we all knew it was an absolute sham when Jussie Smollett tried to come out and say that at 2 o'clock in the morning, some white guys in MAGA hats poured bleach on him, put a noose around his neck, and said, this is MAGA country. A bunch of absolute ridic- bull- bullstein, just totally ridiculous. Well, I think it's coming back to bite him in the buttocks as uh, we've got word the special prosecutor has indicted Justice Smollett for a hate hoax. Special prosecutor Dan Webb has indicted after he was a bad one at that Justice Smollett in connection with his hate hoax from last January and his many false statements to the police. Well, let's just watch a little video. I got a I got a video on it right here from Jesse. Check this out. This this makes you feel good when you see some justice coming to those that thought they were going to get away. And good afternoon. We start with this breaking news. Actor Jesse Smollett has just been re-indicted. This all stems from Smollett's report in January of 2019 that he was attacked outside his Chicago apartment. Chicago police said he made up that attack and had orchestrated a larger hoax involving two other men. Now, those charges were dropped months later by Cook County State's Attorney Kim Fox. Special Prosecutor Dan Webb, appointed to review the case, has now issued these new charges. Smollett's legal team is still waiting for the indictment before they make any comment. Oh, yeah. 
somebody said some hot water. Don't you feel good? I feel good because you know what? For all the actual, real hate crimes that do take place, and unfortunately, most of them are liberals attacking conservatives, for this guy to create and concoct this entire scheme and then get away with it, I don't know what American would want him to be able to get away with that stuff right off scot-free. Oh, no, Jesse. Jesse, the law is coming for you, brother. But I, you know what? I, I got to tell you this. I'm always, I'm always looking at both sides. I'm always trying to look at both sides of the coin. Here's the reality. I met a gentleman on, the air, on an airplane last year, 2019, maybe five, six months ago, uh, a brother. And uh, he said that he personally knows Jesse and his family. And the sad part about what Jesse has done is he's put his family through hell. He's literally, his family is, is just, you know, they're, they're beside themselves. And what he shared six months ago was that Jesse was uh, not doing well health-wise. Let that be a lesson to anybody else out there that tries to concoct some cockamamie story about uh, and create a rate, more racial division just to get in front of the camera. Let it be a lesson to you out there that it's not good for you. It's not good for your health. It's not good for your family. It's not good for anybody. Only person that wins out of that is the enemy that's trying to divide all of us, divide and conquer, and that's who wins. Jesse's not winning. So it does feel good. It's bittersweet because it sucks when somebody's made some horrible decisions and then they have to deal with it, but it's justice and it's necessary that they have to deal with those horrible decisions. And the rest of the world, hopefully it wakes people up. He wasn't the only person that concocted a, a fake a hoax hate story on uh, Trump supporters. I remember the football player that uh, went and ransacked his own place of business, stole the TV and put it in the back of his truck and then called the cops and said it was white folks in, in uh, Keep America Great Hats or whatever he said. Just come to find out the TV was in the back of his truck. When the police pulled him over, they found the TV. They realized he did it himself. You just, crime doesn't pay. Creating fake hoaxes doesn't pay. Really, I think being a liberal today, it just it just doesn't pay. We, we, I think we can all hope that we start to see some of the same vindication and justice for those individuals that are trying to perpetrate the biggest coup in American history against our president. I, I really hope that it's a, it's beginning the 2020 here in February. I really hope that this uh, the rest of this year winds up being a lot of the same where the conspirators and the uh, the culprits that have tried to uh, hoodwink the American people and try to get rid of this president, a duly elected president, are holding, held accountable for their actions. Like this guy, Bloomberg. Oh my goodness, folks, we do not need a Bloomberg in office. This guy has been, uh, the video went crazy earlier today. Uh, I don't have it queued up, but I watched it. I shared it on my Instagram page. Uh, it's on Twitter. If you're not following me there, David J. Harris Jr. But Bloomberg has advocated in his own, by his own mouth, targeting minorities and throwing them up against the wall in order to frisk them. Mike Bloomberg has not come a long way since slavery, as most liberals don't. We can't forget the Democrat Party was the party of slavery. They did fight for Jim Crow. They fought to keep segregation. They were the party of the KKK. They were the militia army of the, K army of the KKK. Folks, we can't forget that. If they didn't need their votes so badly, they would deport them themselves. I believe that. But most Democrats are able to hide their racism better than Bloomberg. Speaking at the Aspen Institute in 2015, Bloomberg targeted blacks on gun violence. 
His campaign asked Aspen not to broadcast the video or, or audio of his speech, but evidently someone outside the Institute had a copy. Here's what he said. 95% of your murders, murderers and murder victims fit one MO. You can take the description, Xerox it, and pass it out to all the cops. What's the MO? They're black. Now, the sad part is, folks, the sad part is it's true, which is an entirely different issue. The sad part is a lot of black folks are killing themselves. We're killing ourselves in our own communities, and that does have to stop. But he's making it racial here by pointing that out and saying Xerox this and send it out everywhere. They're male. They're minorities, 16 to 25. That's true in New York. It's true in virtually every city that's uh, that's where the real crime is. You've got to get the guns out of the hands of the people that are getting killed. You want to spend the money on a lot of cops in the streets. Put those cops where the crime is, which means in the minority neighborhoods. And here's where he says it. One of the unintended consequences is people say, oh, my God, you're arresting kids for marijuana that are all minorities. He said, yes, that's true. Why? Because we put all the cops in minority neighborhoods. Yes, that's true. And uh, that's that's because that's where the crime is. Then he says, and the way you get the guns out of the kids' hands is throw them up against the wall and frisk them. Folks, I don't understand why anybody in any position of power would suggest to anybody that throwing kids up against the wall is ever okay. And he's targeting minorities. I hope this guy uh, really does not get, I was talking to C.L. Bryan about this earlier today. Apparently, there's still an appeal between some, among some of the minority and black community that uh, the Democrats are actually for us. Well, no, I, I don't think that's the way to go. Throwing people up against the wall, it's a different issue entirely. The fact that crime is at some of the heights that it is. I know our president, Donald Trump, actually, uh, when he was campaigning, he said, hey, it, it reduced murders from 2,000 to 500. Here's the issue. I'll tell you this. I didn't get a chance to share this story on uh, CL Bryant's show. But when I was in high school, I dealt drugs. I was a thug. I had a pager on. It was back in the pager days. And I remember this one night. When I got pulled over by the cops, I didn't have anything on me. My friend, though, had a bunch on him. He had a big old sack of weed. It was just, you know, he had, I think he had some other stuff to, on him, too. But we'll, we'll, I'll leave it at that. He was white. I was black. The police pulled me over, pulled me out, patted me up and down, made me lift up my shirt. They checked me all the up one side and down the other. And they didn't check my friend. I was thankful, obviously. I didn't need a record off of that. But that just goes to show you, I think if they're going to do stop and frisk, if they're going to target areas where there's a lot of crime, it should be anybody that looks like a thug, anybody that looks like they're gangbanging, anybody that looks like they fit in that lifestyle. Because let's just be honest, if you're not gangbanging and you're not a part of that lifestyle, you shouldn't have anything to worry about. If I lived in an area where there is, it is crime-ridden, and there are murders and crime and injuries and people getting shot all over the place, I would understand the need to check people on the street. But I would say, don't just check the black folks. Check everybody and anybody that looks like they could potentially be a part of that life. And that's where Bloomberg went wrong, is he's racistly targeting the minorities. Just what does that mean? That, that there's no, there's no uh, white folks that may be uh, in the game, too? That they're just off limits? Well, that's what it says to me, and I think it's pretty disgusting. So hopefully Bloomberg has to 
deal with the fallout of that. Hopefully, black folks wake up. I don't think anybody needs to vote for somebody that is uh, that is that openly racist. I'll tell you that much. Well, we've got this. The Iowa caucuses were an absolute disaster. So much so that Saturday Night Live even decided to slam the Democrats. Results for the Iowa caucuses were delayed after officials found inconsistencies due to a problem with a new voting app. So I guess it's no surprise that Iowa's voters chose the candidate who looks like the grandson that fixes your computer. <laughs> this problematic voting app was developed by a company called Shadow Inc. Remember in the 2016 primaries where the Democrats' main problem was transparency? And then this time they hired a company called Shadow Inc. That's like losing half your money in wire fraud and then putting everything you have left into something called Nigerian Prince National Bank. Well, I don't watch this any longer, but I will watch a clip. But this is what I'll tell you. When you see Saturday Night Live actually bashing their own party, bashing the Democrats, you got to know it's pretty bad because they love to rant on Trump and anything conservative, anything Republican. And for a long time, they didn't say anything negative about the Democrats. So the fact that they're actually now pretty much letting America know, their liberal base of viewers know, that uh, what the Democrats are doing is definitely in the shadows and doesn't doesn't uh, reek of transparency and looks awful. That's a telltale sign, folks, of, uh, of how, how the sinking ship that I believe is the Democrat Party. Speaking of sinking ships, when is this woman's ship going to sink? I mean, she's being investigated for marriage fraud, for immigration fraud, for using her campaign funds to give to a boyfriend's affirmed. It's like well, she, there's campaign violations in there. And now Ilhan Omar has the audacity to say that our GI Bill that should go to veterans to really help them for school and other things that they need should go to everybody. I don't know how much more of a slap in the face this could be to our veterans and our military. Ilhan Omar wants a GI Bill to apply to everybody. Get out of here. Very, very well-known anti-Semite. Rashid, uh, excuse me, Representative Ilan Omar is taking shots across her bow for sharing an article via social media that calls for the GI Bill, which is a program that pays for American veterans to participate in higher education to apply to all citizens. You better believe that they'll want that all citizens to include illegals if they had it their way too, folks. The story was written by this Marine. He says, imagine what it would do for our country and those who live here if we were to take the ethos behind the original IG bill and apply it to everybody, canceling all student debt and making public colleges, universities, and vocational schools tuition-free Omar. That's all Omar quoting. It seems that everything Omar does is met with disdain because not only is she an anti-Semite, but she's a full-blown progressive, call it communist is what I would call her. This is a woman who married her own brother to cheat immigration laws, folks. Is this really the party of anybody anymore? Are there really Americans that don't see this stuff and say, well, who is she advocating for? Why, why is she trying to dismantle our GI Bill? Why, why is she trying to target anything that's a benefit to our veterans? Who is she really representing? I think she's representing the majority of her own constituents in Minnesota that are of the same belief as she is that would really like to get in positions of power like they're going to try to do again this year, more and more, and eventually 
it'll, it'll be the Quran and it'll be Sharia that they're pushing for. And I'm trying to be careful here because, you know, they're watching and listening to my behind. But you understand what I'm talking about, folks. It's very serious what is taking place. And the writing's on the wall. Literally, it is on the wall. Well, Rudy Giuliani has uh, come out with a statement saying that the whistleblower is among the Obama officials that asked Ukraine for dirt on Trump. Hopefully you saw this article and you shared it. Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer, helped launch the first episode of a podcast called War Room 2020, and he didn't disappoint. The former New York City mayor provided an explosive report on three Ukrainian officials who allegedly were approached by Obama administration National Security Council officials, one of which is possibly the whistleblower seeking information in the Trump campaign. Folks, are there any Americans out there that are still buying this this nonsense? I mean, are there any Americans out there that are still really, really hoping that the president colluded with Ukraine, that he had a quid pro quo, that he colluded with Russia? Are, are you not paying attention to the stock market? Are you not paying attention? We just had another record broken in the stock market, folks, because of this administration, because we've got a businessman that understands negotiation better than probably anybody on the planet and is esteemed by world leaders. He, I'm just thankful he doesn't go around the, uh, to other countries. He go around the world bowing to all these other leaders like they're more to be more respected than we are. We finally got a commander in chief in this country that loves this country, that understands that we are a business and that is treating it as such. And we're all seeing the benefits. Can you imagine what another four years of this president will do, especially if he has the House and the Senate? <laughs> Woo! It'll really be like Christmas for everybody out there that has a job, and jobs will be plentiful. Now, if you, uh, if you really believe in Santa Claus and you think everything should be free, then maybe you should just support one of those socialists that wants to give everything away for free. And, uh, and then you'll find out, unfortunately, that your kids and your grandkids will be paying for it with their lives and their livelihoods. Don't do that. Don't, don't be that ridiculous. Don't be that dumb. Show support to the man in the administration that's actually getting the job done, and that is this president right here. Well, we uh, I think MSNBC thought they were going to get a really juicy clip from uh, a guy that had just left Bernie's rally in New Hampshire. They caught him right in the parking lot, and they just were not ready for what this man was about to say. You don't see it as plausible, but I want to talk to, let's, we have a voter out here. Right. Sir, you're going you were watching, so you're going to be on television now. Can you tell us who you voted for? <laughs> Donald John Trump. You voted for Donald John Trump. Yeah. Look at that. He Bernie Sanders is not appealing to you? The whole ideology, ideology would be destructive to the country. It's anti-growth. It's anti-family. It's anti-American. And as a Roman Catholic, it's anti-life. It is a, it is anti-life. Well, I, they, they definitely were not ready for what he had to say. They thought they were going to get something really juicy on why this guy is at this rally and why he supports Bernie. Yet everything he said is the truth. It's anti-life. There's, I, I don't really, I still have such a hard time. That's why I wrote about it in my book, Why I Couldn't Stay Silent. Uh, get that on my website. Give it to a friend. 
I can't understand how any person of faith, of any faith, well, most faiths, if I keep it real, thinking of Elon, most faiths would, would think that it is okay to support a party who championed themselves in the opportunity to end the lives of our most innocent, precious gifts from God. It really doesn't make any sense. You, if that's off, it's like that one woman that was talking about Pete Buttigieg when she said, if that's off with, with him, you know what I'm talking about, everything else goes down the toilet. For me, it's the, it's the issue with life. If, if an individual thinks it's okay to harm a baby, especially dismember a baby, that's partial birth abortion. It's barbaric. Anybody that thinks that's okay, everything else goes right down the toilet. I, I, I don't, as a politician, no, you're, you're not ever, never going to get my vote. Well, MSNBC got, uh, got a really good uh, take. I'm surprised they actually put that on the air. I think it was live. That's why they put it on the air. They had to. Well, what do you know a little bit more about our old friend Pete that not only wants to legalize all drugs. <laughs> Pete, what are you smoking? you got to be dipping behind the scenes, smoking token on something to come out and say you want to legalize everything, decriminalize all drugs. That, I mean, that's just be the demise of our country, period. But now we find out that Pete actually wrote a paper in high school where he was championing socialism and praising Bernie Sanders. Hopefully you saw this article and you had a chance to share it. If not, share the mess out of it. Buttigieg actually won an essay contest on that, on that paper. He's been uh, denigrating Bernie Sanders in his attempt to secure the nod for the Democratic nomination for president, but it was a totally different story, friends, when he was in high school. In 2000, doesn't seem like that long ago, Pete was in high school. I doubt anything serious has changed. Buttigieg won an essay contest in which he praised socialism and touted Bernie Sanders as a hero. For that, he won the coveted Kennedy Award. This should end the debate on just how moderate Buttigieg is, folks. He has been refusing to answer questions in some areas that led many people to question where, where he really is on the socialist scale. I think he's a full-blown socialist, call him a com communist. They say if you scratch a Democrat, you reveal a socialist. Hopefully, that's not true for the Americans out there that actually love our country, that just for whatever reason you felt that the Democrat Party represented you better than the, 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 the Republican Party. I got to tell you, uh, the Republican Party has had a makeover, and that makeover is because of Donald J. Trump. So if you've never thought about supporting a Republican before, I think it's time, because the Democrat Party has left you in the dust. Van Jones, he was talking about how it was a shot over the bow at the State of the Union address for the president as he was talking about all the amazing things that he's accomplished for the black community. I said, no, Van, it wasn't a shot over the bow. It was a torpedo. It was a, it was a torpedo right into your ship and your ship is sinking. And Van Jones sounded like an individual on a ship that knew it was sinking. If that's you, if you feel that way, jump off. It's okay. Come on over here to the other side. We are welcoming. We are nice. We are happy. And we're excited about where our country's going, and we're thankful that we have Donald J. Trump at the helm of this country. Come on over. It feels good over here. It really does. <laughs> All right. I got this right here, folks. This, uh, this video is the president himself 
talking about. It's really a it's really a it should be a simple question. You look at Iowa. We're going to see how New Hampshire goes. Nevada has already pretty much put one of the Buttigieg campaign staffers in charge of their votings. There, it's like. Uh, <laughs> but here's here's the president asking the very. Very simple question. The Democrat Party wants to run your health care, but they can't even run a caucus in Iowa. Wait, does anybody know who won Iowa? I don't know. Maybe Rand or Lindsey. Rand, does anybody know who won Iowa? Lindsey, you're a total pro. Nobody knows. He said nobody. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. Flip a coin. They're going to run your health care. <laughs> they can't even run the voting in Iowa, yet they want to run the country. Friends, I don't think that is what we want. I don't think we need a party that's trying to figure out what he- what end is up trying to run our country or run our health care or tell us how to live our lives. Uh, we don't need them in the House. We don't need them in the Senate. We need to take it all back. We need all of them. So, folks, thank you so very much for choosing to spend a little bit of your day with me. Unless something is very, very off, I see, like, uh, one person on Facebook, which is pretty uh, unusual for me to have just one of you watching me on Facebook. I'm going to refresh this and see what's really going on here. Maybe I said something that they just that triggered them, and they said, oh, we're cutting his feed. It does happen. And... Uh, Just in case that's happening over here, it still says one, that's crazy. Just in case it's happening over here, we need, uh, (laughs) you guys gotta follow me at davidharrisjr.com, subscribe to my email list, text David, the name David, to 53445, Uh, do those things to make sure you can find me uh, just in case I disappear off any of these platforms. God bless you guys, thank you so much for spending a little bit of your day with me, I'll see you back tomorrow. Uh, at 6 o'clock, Texas time, 7 p.m. Eastern. Bye-bye.